Welcome to another Two Off the Tee podcast brought to you by Ivy Sports and Club Junkies. We are live streaming again today on the Club Junkies Facebook group page. This podcast will be up on iTunes on the IB Network podcast feed sometime this week. Last week, my wife normally, you know, does the technological stuff. I didn't record it right without her being here. She had asked me if I knew what I was doing. I said, yeah. No. I I didn't. Needless to say, the famous (laughs) I told you so uh, came up, but... She taught me how to do it. I think I got a recording. I think we're good to go. Uh, so we will share this later this week. Uh, we do want you to interact. If you have any comments on any of the topics, please post them in the comments section. We'll talk about them, discuss them. Uh, and then uh, there are plenty of other non-golf-related sports podcasts on that IB network. You shouldn't just follow it because of the two off the tee podcasts, especially during football season. They have the Ivy Sports Weekly NFL Show, and then they have a college football show, Win Some, Lose a Little, with Marcus and the man that goes by Ivy Yeezus. So, Yeezus. Yeezus. Uh, actively lazy, if you're on the Facebook page. Uh, let's talk about the BMW. This past weekend, the second leg of the FedEx took place at Medina. Uh, unfortunately for the tournament officials, the course received a lot of rain going into the tournament. The pros prove once again they're they're really good, uh, and they can just tear a golf course apart if it is soft, no matter how long it is. Ask Adam Scott. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. It resulted in a shootout. Justin Thomas won the event, his first of the season, first since uh, I believe the Bridgestone last year. He's you know fought some injuries, but he had an incredible tournament. Uh, 25 under, started with a 65, 69, 61, 68. Uh, Patrick Cantley finished second at 22 under. Hideki finished third at 22 or excuse me, at 20 under. Hideki, you had the course record for almost 24 hours. He shot a 62 or was it a 63 uh, the day before. And then Justin Thomas not only beat it by one, he beat it by two. Uh, you had Tony Finau and John Rahm rounded out the top five. And then, unfortunately, my man, Tiger Woods, finished 37th. He is now out of the FedEx. Jordan Spieth, your man, finished 37th. He's out of the FedEx. And everybody's boy, Phil Mickelson, finished 48th. He's also out of the FedEx, no. uh, which is kind of a shame. But you you got you to gotta do well to move on. Uh, Scott, what do you take away from the tournament? Oh man, uh, biggest winner obviously has to, has to be JT. Um, 65, 69, 61, 68. That's unheard of. I like the fact that he again was really relatable, and he was like he came, he talked about having a horrible, horrible um, rain session the first day. Comes out fired to 65. <laughs> Doesn't have his best stuff. Shoot 69. It's like Kepka, you know. Birdies the first five holes. The first five holes on Saturday to go and shoot 61, and then clearly did not have his best stuff, um, especially on the front nine all the way through hole 11, 12 on Sunday. Uh, how about that shot that ricocheted off? It ricocheted off the wall 
<laughs> like off the big ass fence. You better be glad there's a bit. We don't have those fences like in normal golf. What, is, what do you always say though, man? It takes yeah, some I mean, breaks. It takes it, some breaks. And he hit the forces. top of it, like three fours up on the fence, ten foot high fence. Nails it, kicks it back into play. Was able to get it up and down for par. Um, really clutch moment on Sunday. Um, the other winner, though, man, is Brooks. Like Brooks did exactly what he needed to do. Okay, he was he he wasn't going to catch JT going into Sunday, but he fired a 67. And he retained the number three spot, and he's only three shots back uh, going into uh, Atlanta this week, um, which I'm hoping I'm going to go on Thursday, so that'll be dope. Um, but the other winners, uh, obviously, Cantley. That dude can golf his golf ball. He is boring as all get out to watch on the course, uh, except for the one, say, the one ad lib. Yeah, the, the, and the, the ad lib that you brought up. Um, and then, obviously, Hideki Cope. Is he going to come back to where he was, like 2015, 2016, that form that he had? Because he was ridiculous those two seasons. Um, and then so my boy Tony Finau is just Mr. Consistent, again with another top five. Um, and then obviously you've got some big names that you like that are missing, like you said. But if we're being honest, they haven't really been in form as of late. So that's not really a huge surprise that they're not making it these like – Obviously, golf probably wishes they were, especially El Tigre. But you know, I I think the best players are it. Like the the ones that have played best all year long. Now, with the way it's, we're gonna get into that. But with the way it's broken down, eh, we'll talk about it. Um, but I th- I thought it was a great event. It was a shootout. Um, and then how about Lucas Glover resurrecting his career? Um, and, and I'm here for it. And I'm also really happy for my boy Kisner and Harold Warner the third, both in this week. So a lot of really cool stuff happened to the BMW, uh, a really, really exciting tournament to watch. And I'm, I'm just super pumped for this week's World Championship. And I love the fact that we don't have to rival college football this year. Yep. And I, I mean, love that. Before we move on from BMW, just as you said, I've said before on the podcast, I thought Justin Thomas was overrated. Uh, I ate my words. Uh, not only this this week, but just you can tell he was definitely injured because he's actually had a pretty good season when you look at us as a whole. He had a very good beginning part of the year, really fell off in the middle, uh, especially in, in some of the majors. And then, you know, I think he had an 11th, an 11th, a 12th, and then this win – He's 26 years old. He's got 10 wins in a major. I saw somebody said that, you know, that's Justin Rose's career. That's pretty good. He's 26. It's better than Fowler, who, you know, I talk about all the time. He is the real deal. It's amazing to watch him hit a golf ball. I I, I don't know how anybody can swing that hard, and it actually goes so straight. How about when they showed his feet? Everybody was talking about the metal spikes, but – how his front foot comes up off the ground when he when he releases the club four inches, but his back foot comes off the ground. The back heel comes off the ground nine inches, nine inches of explosion into the golf ball. It's insane. He is, it's absolutely insane. He is real. Uh, he's you know going to be the leader. You have to say going into next week. We get into uh, one more thing before we okay. do, okay. and it was interesting because. I've been saying this for a long time. Both Adam Scott and Tiger Woods this week's talked about how basically, especially the PGA Tour, the European Tour does a good job of this. The PGA Tour continues to lengthen golf courses. But they're not doing anything to take the driver out of guys' hands. Right. 
because as Adam Scott basically said, Tiger said, golf courses are now straight. You know, on the European tour, it's like the Open Championship. You see a lot of guys hitting irons, fairway woods, different clubs. Why they do it? Exactly. Pop bunkers. Right. On the tour, these guys hit it so crazy long that they're taking it over corners. That first par five on the front four, they're all going over the corner. If the bunkers are only three foot deep, they're not scared to hit a fairway wood out of it. Like, they're not scared of bunkers. But I do think that if they put bunkers to where you're landing in them, especially on some of these longer holes, especially for the more aggressive lines, it would take a lot of that. But the most interesting thing that Tiger said was that how much the game has changed. When he first came on tour, you had guys hitting long irons, fairway woods off the tees, because you wanted to be the model of consistency. That was what it was all about, was always being around, hopefully winning some tournaments here and there. But the way the money has changed, the, the, the perks, it's all about winning now. And he basically said, and I'm paraphrasing, that used to you wanted to be consistent. Now you don't really care about consistency. You want to have two, three good weeks a year, preferably get a win out of those, definitely a top two or three, and you're going to get deep in the FedEx. You're going to guarantee that you have a, you know, a, a tour card the following year. Right. And it's somebody like, for instance, Tony Finau, who has, I think, won one event in his career. He is always there. Always. Always. I always tell the people. The man lives in the top five. A top 20 bet, he's a top 20 bet almost literally every tournament. But he's got one win. Right. And should they be rewarding more the consistency? Because the money is, I mean, you could win one event and I believe finish like top five, like say second to fifth in eight events, and it's still not going to equal what that one win is. Right. And when you see that with you see that with uh, with um, Rory, I mean Rory consistently beginning of the year we talked about him in the podcast. Rory was a top five animal yep. the first eleven events of the year. I think he had nine top fives. That's top ten. Nine top tens. He had five top fives out of this. Excuse me. He had nine top tens the first eleven weeks of the year that he played. It. Right. Eleven events, nine top tens. I mean that is insane, unheard of. But you look at him and he's rounding out the top five for for this week you know it's and he has and he has a win you know it, it just it, it's one of those things where I, I don't really understand it but going back real quick about the golf courses I, I thought what Adam Scott said was perfect he said we had he said the PGA Tour hasn't figured out in case you missed it that you can't make golf courses long enough for us okay they're hitting driver four iron in the 600 yard par, par fives they're hitting driver of three woods into 700-yard par fives. And they're still making eagles and birdies like it's never going to go out of style. I mean, it's just, it is ridiculous how good these guys are with their long irons. So, and it's like, you know how Tiger, when Tiger first came out, Tiger lapped the field right. with his long iron play and, and, and his, his length and the confidence he had to hit greens from a mile away. All these guys can do that now. You, it, it's you're much more in a minority if you're a guy like Kevin Kisner that hits at 290 off the tee, hits his three wood 250, than the guys that are hitting at 340 off the tee and hitting their three irons. I mean, the three woods 300. That's I mean, why he's, you know, won the match play, and you know, right. there's a place for him. It's there's a place for him. It's just harder. It's harder for him to compete at these longer tracks because these guys are just so freaking long on tour. Um, well, let's move on to yeah. the East Lake because that's next week. Let's real quickly just go through it. We're going to get into the format here in just a second. 
So you got it's basically the first handicap event in the history of the PGA Tour. Right. I, you know, we'll get into it. I think it's cool. You got Justin Thomas at ten under. The guy in second, Patrick Cantley, is going to be eight under. Kepka seven under. Reed six under. McElroy five under. And you got a group at four under. That's Rom, Kuchar, Xander, Webb Simpson, Answer. You got Woodland, Finau, Scott, DJ, Hideki. They're all at uh, three under. Casey Rose, Snedeker, Fowler, and Kisner at two under. Leishman, Fleetwood, Connors, M. Reeve at one under. DeChambeau, Ustin, Hazen, Howell third. Uh, Lucas Glover and Kokrak, they're all at even. Uh, you can see the breakout. Let's, let's go right into do you like the format? Hail no. This is not a game show. This is the largest purse in golf. This is not a spectacle for the fans. The last place finisher in this event is winning $400,000 with the winner going to take home 10 mil. 15. 15. Sorry. 10 mil was last year. This is... It's absurd. It's really not. Okay. You're, you're, you're being an old, like, it's snooty... Does it count? Okay, does it, does it count as a stroke play event? Does it count as a win? That, yes, but you know who it counts for a win is? The person that actually shoots the lowest score for the week. They get all the perks. Basically, the FedEx is the scoring. They're still keeping score for the lowest of par. They're still going to get... So they're going to win the tour championship. The, the tour, call it what you want to call it. The FedEx, okay. which is the tour championship. But yes, it is from what I read today... The person with the lowest stroke, it would be like right. winning so, an event. So if Lucas Glover all comes the perks out, that come with it. Lucas Glover comes out, shoots, let's just say he shoots 1,400. Right. Okay. He gets beat by five because DJ shot 900. Right. Okay. He's down 10. Yeah. No, actually, uh, if, if, even if, J, if JT, not DJ, if JT, if JT tied him, he would still get beat by five, by five. So he would lose by more than that. You're, what you're saying is that's going to that's gonna secure, secure his card for two years? That They're going to give him a win? That, that's okay, what, I haven't seen that. That's if, what if I that's read today. Case, if that's the case, I understand it a little bit more. Without that, it doesn't matter. This is basically playoffs, right? What what are, what are Let's put it this way. What is the Super Bowl of golf? Like, what are the majors, right? Is that not what everybody wants to win? Is that not the biggest thing on tour? They've already had their Super Bowl. It was the Masters. The U.S. Open, well, the, the British Open, and the PGA Championship. It, then, it, then it just seems, it, if if you're going to put it that way... This is an all-star game. This is an exhibition. This is something for the fans. Real quick, and let me just go through this, and then you can, you can come back at it. The old format was not working. Okay. Can we all agree on that? I like there that. was years, a decade ago, Vijay Singh and Tiger Woods had this thing wrapped up before the last event, okay? Realistic so, so, top six out of chance. No, like literally back in, I think it was 07 or 09, it was over before the final event. They tweaked it. Then they tweaked it again to this last thing where basically the top five had, they controlled their own destiny, where if they won, they could win it all. And then you had a couple of years where it was really confusing figuring out who was going to win. No offense to Steve Sand, I've never been more excited about somebody losing a job because they're getting rid of this stuff. Because every five minutes they go to him and go on the board like it was a friggin' political, you know, uh, like you know, CNN or something right, on election, election night. It's like I want to watch the golf. So they they they're, they're tweaking it again. This may end up backfiring. It may end up like not working. Worst case, they're going to tweak it again. But the way I look at it is. 
for TV, for the fans, everybody knows like what's going on. You're going to know where everybody's at. Guys blow leads all the time, okay? Justin Rose, I mean, excuse me, Justin Thomas, the guy we just bragged about, blew a four-shot lead on Sunday at the Genesis this year. So it can happen, 10 shots over four. Think about the narratives. You got the guys that are 10 shots back. What do you think they're going to be doing those first two days? Going at every flag, trying to chip into that if lead. If they make one mistake, they're out of the tournament. Okay. So what? They were basically out of the tournament anyway with the old format, correct? If you were in the 25... Well, they get to win. No. Like Xander. Two years ago, Xander won he was, before... He was 18th, though, going into it. He wasn't 30th. He, either, either way, he still... He didn't win, he didn't win the FedEx Cup. That's when Justin Rose did. He didn't win the FedEx Cup. Xander just won the Tour well, Championship. He got, he got the trophy. But who cares about that? They, the incentive the, the is the money. I mean, listen to this. These guys are about to get paid, okay? Real paid. You got $15 million for first. Eight guys are guaranteed a million. 20 are guaranteed half a million. You're going to get three hundred ninety-five dollars for just showing up for four days. I I Real think <laughs> I think seriously. Imagine if somebody is even to start the tournament, ten shots back, and they come back and they are going toe to toe with one of these big names in the top five. They've made up all those shots. It's literally March Madness. It's a sixteen to one. It's going to be great television. Now you're going to be absolutely right. Everybody will be if the guy in first or second basically, you know, runs away with it from the get-go and it's a blowout. But okay, at least they tried something. The last couple of years it has not been interesting. This okay. is a people are looking at this like this is the biggest deal in golf. We've already had because the it's four the biggest, biggest but it's the biggest person in golf. It's the biggest it's it's the biggest person in golf. Rory. It's first of all, you don't think Rory cared just as much about ten mil last year as they did winning a major. It's not like they're getting a check, okay? It's an annuity, first of all. So they're I not going to get it till later. It's not like they're getting handed a check. I, it's I, a great thing. All it's that. awesome. All that. My point is, it's a made-for-TV thing. It's an exhibition. It's like a game that's show. what exactly. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it is. I, I I do understand the people that are against it, but it's like at least give it a shot. Like if it's you know bad this year, bad next year, somebody runs away with it. Okay, we need to tweak it again. But it, to, I give them credit for at least trying. I think it could be very interesting. I think there's a few guys that are you know pretty far back that have a chance to win this thing. Guys blow big leads all the time. Assuming JT doesn't come out and shoot 61 again. Or 63. You're right, but I, he's not going to do that at Eastlake. I can guarantee you that. If somebody who's played Eastlake plenty of times, nobody is going deep three or four times. Right. I mean, if I think it, I think four 67s gets, would put you in the hunt. If he gets to 30 under, I'm going to laugh my ass off. <laughs> you know. It is what it is. I mean, I they mean, made the call. They I, did. And, I mean, I, I, I don't I, understand why you, why you can't just handicap the points. Handicap the points. That's basically what they were doing, though. I mean, that's that's what they were doing. Right. I mean, you like, but that's what I'm saying. Nobody really liked the old model. And I mean, a lot of this, and he's my guy, is the fact that Tiger won last year. And I did feel bad for Justin Rose that, like, he was the real winner. Right. He I won, mean, no he offense. Won he won $15 million. He was right. the winner for the playoffs. But because you had a guy like Tiger win the tournament, who got all the attention? People thought Tiger had won the FedEx when he had won the Tour Championship. Right. I know that's like a once-in-a-lifetime deal, but 
I would assume Justin Rose is probably a little upset about that. I would be. It's human nature that you're going to be a little jealous at like, hey, I just had one of the biggest moments of my career and all anybody's talking about is, you know, the guy who finished like eighth or seventh, you know, with his his points. Yeah. I, I'm with you. It just, it just seems really, really, really desperate and corny to me. I mean, I don't know. I may, maybe I'm just being a golf purist, but... The other thing I don't understand is I don't understand this whole th- uh, thing about quadrupling the two playoff. Oh no, that, that's a different argument. That's what I'm saying. That okay, I, so like, want, yeah. I'm good. With, I'm good with this, but JT has not had a good year. He has five top fives, two miscuts in majors, no top ten in majors, no top five in majors. He has not had a good year based on JT standards. They have to though make it like I agree with you that it shouldn't be that much, but you have double to make it, it double more. It. Double. I mean, okay. it's like what I told somebody. Patrick double Lee's majors. What a top five and a win. Double majors, one point five times uh, for for world W or world the uh, WGCs, right? World Golf Championships and double the playoffs. Make make those important. I get it. But the fact that Patrick Reed jumped from 50th to third, now granted he didn't finish at third, I understand, but in one week, and then JT jumps all the way to first after not having that great of a year. He, he hasn't. He didn't even tell you. He was hurt half the year. The New England Patriots went 16-0. They lost to a team that was a wild card that got into the playoffs. So the Giants lost six times, including to the Pats in the regular season, at their place. But because they lost in the playoffs, it's over. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but again, I just don't take this stuff seriously because that's the, you had the major. That's the final event. I understand it more if you were saying that they, if a, if a if a fourteen and two team gets beat in the first round, they get knocked out. I get that. They do though. They do. It I, happens all I, the time. I understand, but I don't know. Golf's different, man. Golf is. Golf is different. I just think it's most people that are looking at this and getting, you know, upset with the four, they're looking at this as like the it's not the biggest event. The four majors are by far the biggest events. You ask any guy, no doubt. And I, I mean, this is what I love about golf. They would rather have the major and the legacy that comes with it. I guarantee you, any guy on tour would rather have that than the fifteen million because they feel like. By winning that major, it gives me five years on tour. It gives me, you know, the majors, I believe, for five years. You win Augusta, you're in there forever. They would rather have that than it. So, any, I mean, and I don't, again, it's one of these things that neither takes or wrong. The one thing I will say, though, is just let's see what happens this week, and then we can reevaluate rather than getting upset when they're just trying to make it more entertaining for us, the golf fans. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it's for. Real quick. Yeah. Uh, Brian on the page says, let's get to the good stuff. How do you feel about Deshaun Blow? <laughs> excuse me Sham slow and uh, and Brooks in the cage fight who would win yeah. I, you gotta take Brooks right I mean I will say DeChambeau's a big dude I think people are acting like he's not but Kepka is like I, I always call him you know Thanos man like that dude's yeah. literally Thanos like I don't understand why I can't see all biggest the biggest dude in the world uh, who you got what's, what's, well actually let's start with this what guys from five under and below, the guys that are five shots back or further, you think have a chance to win this turn? Give me a few names. Uh, okay, let me go back to my thing here. All right, now, Kiss, if he can get hot, and I mean hot, hot, like hot, hot, make everything you looked at, go home, take your, take your wife out, hot, 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 
you've got to get extremely hot. With he's at what two under? He's at two, so he's eight back. But he's played well here. I, I mean, I worked there for three years, and it felt like I uh, did security at the event for for three different years, and it felt like every single year he was right there in it. And then I think two years ago, I think when Xander came back, I think it was two years ago when he had the lead. Or was it last? Was it last year? Or was it two years ago? Anyways, he had the lead. He took a two helicopter. Years two years ago, he takes the hel- helicopter into Athens, watches the Georgia game, and comes back, and then blows it on Sunday. He's played well here, and he'll be steady. And then obviously Xander. Um, Xander's five under, so he's only five back, and he plays his track extremely well. The other thing I want real quick is I just looking at while we're going through this for people. There was ten guys last year that finished over par out of the thirty. Yeah. And. I mean, you had, what, seven guys at five under or deeper. So I really do think if, you know, somebody could even shoot four 69s. Pull up the comments. Who knows? Show me the comments online. Uh, uh, Who else? You got any other names you like? (sighs) Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of those guys that can get hot, man. Um, Yeah, but who do you like? You got Justin Rose in there. I I mean, Kiz, Kiz and Xander is who I'm cheering for under the under the minus five. Any any one of these except for probably Charles Howell the third and Kokrak and uh, Corey Connors. I don't think they, those guys have a chance. My, the guys I got basically is DJ. I think he would be the favorite of the guys below. DJ's just not playing. He's not, but he's also the kind of guy if he gets that driver work and you got to hit the driver work on that golf course. I mean, anybody that's played East Lake knows you miss a fairway, dude. That rough is unreal. It's really long. Louis Ustenhazen, a guy that can really get hot with the irons. Fleetwood, I think you're going to need somebody that's going to ball strike the golf course at this. That's why I have Kisner on my list, too. Uh, who you got for a winner? Brooks Nose, baby. It's got to be. I mean, I mean it, as much as we want to say this isn't a big event, this is a freaking huge event for these dudes. These dudes get amped for it. He's three shots back. He's the best big-time player in the game at the moment, he's gotta. It's gotta be Brooks. It's Brooks is to as much as I want to say it's Justin Thomas's to lose since he's got the two stroke lead and everything. It's Brooks's to lose, I feel like, because he one can go out and fire because he's down three. He's gonna start with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. He's not in bad form. He didn't play great. Still got what? What he finished at BMW? Shot the sixty-seven. I mean, still top twenty-five. What do you finish at? Anyways. It's got to be Brooks in my mind. I mean, hit. I don't know. I want to say JT. I want to. I want to see JT continue continue this play, but I just don't know if you can do that two weeks in a row. I mean, the dude made every single putt. He looked that this past week, and so I'm going with the guy that's been the most consistent throughout the year. Never finished over fourth in the major this year. Big time players show up in big time games. And Brooks is a big time player, uh, so I'm I'm going Cap. I, I almost want a Cap guy. I, I worry about is he motivated? I mean, I'm I'm not kidding. I mean, he, this guy this guy's admitted that you know what I'm saying. Like he gets up for majors. I don't know if he considers this a major. I really don't. Money for you know. I know it's a lot of money. Everybody loves fifteen million. He might be thinking, "Yeah, I finished fourth. I'm getting five. You know? <laughs> Whatever. So it's I great. almost went with Cantley, who I think's been the most consistent guy all year. But the dude that I think has the most to prove and is angry and it would kind of be an exclamation point on the season's Rory. He's had a win there. He's had a second. He can get hot. I think he shot a sixty-five the year he won on Sunday. Uh, I really like Rory. 
We had a guy just ask about our, you got any guys that you really like for DraftKings? Mm. So let me just real quick. Of the low guys, you got in the 5,000 range, you got Ustin Hazen, DeChambeau, Kokrak, Glover. I like Glover this week for sure. I like Glover. Chaz Ravie is a guy that yeah. I think he hits it straight, that That's golf course. He's, you know, Bogey like seriously will kill you there. Uh, I love Mark Leishman this week mm-hmm. in DraftKings. I'm, I'm sure you're big on Kisner. Andrew's another low guy uh, price-wise that I would like. Adam Scott, obviously, anytime. No? I don't like Adam Scott on here. He's a ball striker, dude. I, he, I take ball striker, and, he, and he's relatively cheap, 8200 yeah, That's not bad. The only guys in the top, I mean, you can only take, You can't. I can't believe Justin Thomas is 15500 He's they, got a two-shot lead. Yeah, but DraftKings, they're just going off of the, oh, you, I forgot the winner does get points. Yes. That's right. I mean, he's got a two-shot lead. Uh, uh, I would go with Cam. One, guy that, one guy that you didn't that you didn't mention is Tony Fino. What's he at in DraftKings? He's down there. He's 8,800. I mean, shit. We, we've already Will he finally, though, go for it this week? That's what I'm hoping. Maybe this will be the week. Because if you notice, Tony's one of the few guys on tour that hits, like, irons and stuff off the tee. Let's see. He's starting at – he's starting at four under. Right. No, all three under. He's starting so at three seven, under. So that's he's seven. That's what I'm saying. Back. You think he'll actually hit driver a lot this week? I think he really will. is one of the few guys. I think he will. I think it's – I think it's – got to hit it straight – but he does hit the trade. Well, I mean, but I think that the guys that are back, and that's what, again, to me, intrigues me the most about this, is, like, they're going to be going for it. You yeah. have to. I no, mean, that's like, what I'm saying. I think, when do you I have think, a chance to he, grab $15 million with your most of these guys too. in the bottom list? I think I think he has a lot of confidence right now. I mean, 8800 I, I like Tommy. I like Kisner. Um, I don't like Ricky. I just don't think he's in form. Because, um, I mean, in all seriousness, from 200 down, there is, other than maybe DeChambeau, there's not a guy on that list that this wouldn't be, like, the, life-changing The biggest money. moment of their career. Exactly. Except and, for maybe maybe Louie. Yeah, he's one of them, in fairness. Yeah, but, I'm saying, but still, I'm saying, like, $15 million would be, you know what I mean? Like, it's not exactly. like these guys are making big deals off of endorsements. So, right. we've already talked about the format. We won't, you know, go back into that. Uh, then... Just real quick, some of the odds. This was interesting because of the, you know, basically with the format. You got JT at nine to four. That's that's really low odds. Cantlin and Kepka nine to two. McElroy eight to one. Reed Rom at sixteen to one. Kisner Snedeker at one twenty five uh, to one. Fleetwood is a hundred to one. He was the only one in that list, which I thought was interesting. Woodland Casey answer eighty to one. Fowler. Is uh, sixty to one. Rose, Adam Scott, Matsuyama, Fino, Cooch, forty to one. Simpson, DJ, Xander, twenty five to one. That's probably the group that I would take. You know, a swing at is maybe that twenty five to one. You got Webb Simpson who can really play. Hits it straight. Plays hard golf course as well. DJ gets hot. Xander's got you know history there. Uh, Prater says my money's on Smeds. I like it. Well, what's his record there? Does he have a good record at Eastcliff? I don't think so. Has he won that event before? He Actually, has. Yeah, he did. He did. So, see, there you go. He did. He won it like 10 years ago, I feel like. So, Maybe eight. we're going to move on to the President's Cup. Before we do, real quickly, IB Sports, uh, if you haven't joined the Facebook group, you really should. They post our podcasts on their podcast network. Uh, on top of that, and I'm serious, if you like to gamble, particularly on golf or all sports. They, and 
I'm going to sound as white as I've ever sounded in my life. They have a gambling expert. He goes by IB Jesus. I had to ask Jesus. him how you pronounced and spelled that the first time I did a podcast with him. His Facebook profile on that page is actively lazy, which is he's an awesome dude. Really? I, I've never seen anything like it. Just this year alone. And he usually picks uh, two winners, two top tens, two top twenties. Uh, and some verses each week. He's had nine guys win this year just since January. It's like literally almost impossible to do. He had two Brooks wins at 10 to 1. Those were his lowest odds. He had Xander at 30 to 1 at Tournament Champions, Kucher at 40 to 1 at the Sony Open, Mickelson at 25 to 1 at Pebble, Tiger at the Masters, Canley at Memorial 16 to 1, and he had JT this past week. He Again, you got the top 10s, top 20s. He's made a ton of cash for the guys. There's a premium IB Sports page. It's just $5 a month. He gives you all of his picks on that from what I've heard from people that do that. It's I'm unbelievable. Right. And then for us non-members, the cheap bastards like myself, who only, I know, who only get his free ones. Uh, he's made me some crazy cash for his picks last week. He hit three out of the four picks he shared. Which is just unreal. And one of them was 14 to 1. So go follow Ivy Sports Facebook group page. Like, join it. Uh, and it's a really cool group. Too. It's, like it's, it's awesome. Football it's season is coming. They, they monitor it a little, bit, a little bit better, to be honest with you. Uh, they they kind of control things a little bit better. And it's a it's a dictator show. It is a exactly. RC runs a tight, a tight show. Like, if you don't like your takes, you're, you're out of there, bro. You're done. You're done. Alright, let's get into the presidents, Scott. Uh, by the way, Sned won in 2012. 2012. So, over here, Prater said it. it wasn't 10 years ago, bro. It What's was, that? It was 8. 2012, 7. Anyways, continue. Prater's just going. It was 7. He's yeah. right, technically. It wasn't 10, but I, mean, uh, I love seven, it. Degenerates <laughs> unite. Excellent. That is absolutely right with IV and Club Junkies. Uh, so let's get into the President's Cup real quick. The guys that are in, they've already qualified. They're on the team. You got Kepka, DJ, Justin Thomas, Xander. This team is sick. Cooch, Patrick Cantley, Webb Simpson, and DeShamba. All right, so let's get into the fun part. We're going to assume, right, that Tiger's going to pick himself. I mean, he's the number eight player in the world. He's not playing great, but, I mean, he didn't play bad this week, I, I would say. I personally, you know I'm the biggest Tiger fan, like, just about in the world. I would honestly like him to take it off. I, I, I do. I think he has a, I've been saying this I'm all this year. Being a coach. He has a limit. I do also understand that you got to think, he hasn't been on a team now for, I think, four years. Yeah. So... He was back. I mean, he's but, one of the biggest competitors of all time. I just, could you imagine, like, if he tweaks his back or re-injures, like, in something like this and not playing an event with Where is it? Where is it? It's in uh, Australia, Melbourne. So it'll be warm. So, uh, and he's got a great track record over there. He's won the Australia. As, as long as it's going to be warm, I don't mind him picking himself. So let's assume you got Tiger. Okay. I'll go over mine first. Go for it. If you're assuming Tiger's on there, and I'm only saying this if you're assuming Tiger's on there, I would pick Mickelson. And the... <laughs> I got dude a guy today. Other than the inappropriate comment, he okay. made a very fair point. But my thing is, guys, this is a President's Cup. We've won nine, eight or nine in a row. We've lost one and tied one, and like the going back to the mid '90s since it began. 
Phil has an unbelievable record uh, at the President's Cup. I think he's like 12 and 6 and 4 uh, in the uh, four ball, no, in four ball, and then in the foursomes, he's like, I think, 13, 8, and 4. He had a great partnership with Kisner just two years ago. Kisner would be one of my other picks. I would pair the two together again. Uh, they had three wins, or no, excuse me, two wins in team play and a tie. And Mickelson won a singles match, so he had three and a half points in the last route. And then I'd take Patrick Reed. And the reason is, is Mickelson and Tiger are basically just, the, the Europeans do this all the time. They pick guys that people are like, well, that guy's not really informed, but the deal is they're a veteran, they're leaders. This is a very young team with the exception of Kuchar. Uh, and then Kisner and Reed. Kisner is just, I would want him on every Ryder Cup team, every you know President's Cup team. He just won the match play this year. Uh, he has a good track record when he's got into these team events. He's a, he is what the European players are. He just keeps it in the middle. He grinds, makes a lot of putts. Yeah. And then Patrick Reed, look, yeah, I know a lot of people hate him. I get it. He's a dick. He's a uh, but he, he's Captain he's America. He's, he's, a, he's already <laughs> in Poulter. And it's like, it's kind of what gets me a kick about Americans is like, some of the people that we love and hate when it's like such a thin line. You know what I mean? Oh, it's absolutely. like this guy in a lot of ways, you know, is America. He's brash. He's, you know what I'm saying? And he's hated. I get it. He is kind of a douchebag, but he's an automatic pick on these. Yes, it is IB Sports real quick. IB Sports. And if you can't find I'll tell you what, I will post a link uh, after yeah. we get done to let everybody join. Or actually, I, I'll just post a send me a message and I I'll can't invite say, you. I myself. can't even say the actual name of it. It's yeah. IB Sports, but it's like I kind of I don't know. Iconically. All right, so who, who would you take? Well, shit. Let, let me go through the guys that I would think would be the, basically the people you're picking from. You got Tiger, Mickelson, Keith, no. Kisner, Reed, Fowler, Finau, Woodland. I, I ain't taking Phil. Uh, he's on the down, bro. I you can you can say all you want to about Phil and his track record. Phil in the last year, with the exception of the win at Hubble, last eighteen months, twenty four months, he's not Phil Wilkinson that we knew and the Phil Wilkinson that put together that track record. He's just not. He doesn't drive the ball straight. He's too. He's more worried about social media likes and, and laughs than he is actually competing. He just. I'm not taking Phil. I'm sorry. I'm just not. So I'm taking Tiger. Obviously, uh, eighth in the world. If as long as it's gonna be warm, uh, pick yourself. Uh, I'm taking Kisner. I'm taking Reed, and I'm taking Tony Pino. Tony Pino is a beast. No, I. That dude is legit. Like he is. A great golfer, and he doesn't have the wind jet. I think he, I think he's he's a guy like Phil that's gonna kind of bloom. The more he, the more he learns, and the more he's out there, and the, and the better he, and the more times he puts himself in the positions on Sunday. A lot of the top fives and top tens that he has, he's kind of backdoored a little bit. If we're being honest, he. he I can't remember a, really a, a time where he had the lead or was the pit for the weekend and then kind of backed off. He's always got, kind of come from the back. But he's, he's consistent. He's he a just... great, consistent golfer. And like you said about Kisner and the how the Europeans do it, Tony Finau does not hit it all over the place. <laughs> he, he, Ian want, wants to know, how much did it hurt to say you were taking Tiger? Eh. 
No, man, I've said it over and over. I respect the greatness of Tiger Woods, and I still think he can compete when it's warm. It's when it's cold that he sucks. He's not good. He just, his back tightens up. He gets tight. And if we're playing in Australia, if we're playing down under, the sunshine's going to be bright. I think he'll play fine. I, it didn't hurt me that bad. <laughs> that bad. Um, I love to pick Gary Woodland, but he hasn't really done anything since the US. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Cause, like, I love to pick him. This I is probably the I only love team, him. honestly, he's going to he get might be. his age and stuff. I, I just can't pick him over. I can't pick him over. The only one that you might can make a, make a call for him going over is Finau. But Tony's not. Because I'm telling you, if, if, totally I, the tiger. if you're if you're taking Tiger out, which if you take Tiger out, I'm taking I'm taking Tiger. I would take Tiger out just because I want him healthy for the majors next year. I want him to be able to watch him. And in that case, I would take Kisner, Finau, Reed, and Woodland. I would too. I would too. If if you're taking Tiger out, Woodland's my next guy in. Um, I'm just not. I'm not putting I'm not putting Woodland in over female just based on play as of right now. And how much will it say about Tiger and Phil's relationship if Tiger does play and he doesn't select Phil? Because in my I opinion, it, I don't think it says oh, think, anything because he's I not playing it, well. I think it does, and the reason I say that is just because Tiger. I mean, no offense, he hasn't played well, and I'm, I'm the biggest Tiger fan in the world. He's eighth in the world. He is, but it's what's, it's, what's Phil? Fifty? He's he's eighth in the world, but I, it's kind of like tennis. I just recently found this out. He's gonna the tour championship. He's gonna get. He's gonna fall pretty, I think, substantially this week because he's not gonna be able to back up that win. And then, depending how he does it, Augusta in April. And depending on how he does in the events and below, I mean, I'm not saying he's going to like free fall, but I'm saying he could be, you know, twentieth in the world come this time. And that's May. still thirty higher than. Phil. I, I'm not disagreeing with you. But my point is, is that these two guys are going to be the Jack and Arnie in 20, 30 years if they're not already now. Like they're the guys hitting ceremony shots. They really do appear to have become like friends, which to me is. Baffling. Phil to be able to do what he did on social media with the fireside chats with Tiger, which again Phil Mickelson, great hilarious. follow. He he basically had his iPad up. It was a picture of Tiger on it, and he had an interview with him. It's fantastic. You know that he had to at least talk to Tiger. I just don't think Phil would do something like that without either giving Tiger a heads up or literally showing him before. Which, again, that shows to me that they, they really are, I think, beginning to respect each other more because they know you know, the end of their careers are near. And I just think it would be interesting that if he doesn't select Phil when this would be the last team event that I could ever see them playing in together, not as captains, you know what I mean? Yeah. Would, I mean, it, would it be kind of a diss? Because, because it's the President's Cup, I kind of see where it's coming from. Exactly. If this is the Ryder Cup oh, no, 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 and no. Tiger Woods picked... I'm just saying, if it was the Ryder Cup and he picked his buddy, the it would be aging, more controversial as a Ryder Cup. And he picked himself, honestly, with some of the guys' be. form right it, now. It would be. I mean, it, it would be. It is the Presidents Cup. Although, dude, there are some players that, I mean, they're they're not nearly as strong as the U.S. team. I mean, oh, they're man. they're not. But if they get hot. I don't want to see Phil out there going 0-3 or 0-4 or whatever. Like, I just – I think it's bad for golf if we hold on and hold on and hold on. I don't think 
think Phil would put himself in. If Phil was the captain, I don't think he would. He put wants to play. He said that. I just feel like that. This is the. And again, it could backfire on them, and they would be, you know, in a lot of ways. Like if Tiger and Phil both, you know, are captains' picks. Tiger picks them. Say they lose, and they're a big reason for it. Oh, it's going to be a huge deal. But I think these guys deserve a send off. And honestly. You know, I'm pro USA. The best thing for the President's Cup would be the Americans to lose. The Ryder Cup was the same way, and then the Europeans started winning. I didn't know the Europeans were going to continue to win every year, but this, I mean, to me, this is like you want to talk about the Tour Championship being an exhibition. This is an exhibition. The Ryder Cup is like a major, and this (laughs) is like an ex, you know, this is the FedEx. Ian said, nah, nah, nah. They wouldn't, they being the, the international team, wouldn't beat the team of eight even if you gave them 16 players. <laughs> and then pra- uh, Prater's still, he's still advocating for his boy Snedeker. Well, I think he's saying maybe Snedeker because I think he's, he's had success in the presence so as well. He's saying Tai Chi, Safeway, RBC, BMW. And the main thing in these things, he puts well, which to me that's... I'm still I, that's Well, I'm just saying I've always said the reason the U.S. loses the Ryder Cup, especially in Europe, it's their golf courses that are tight. It doesn't matter how far you hit it, and all those Europeans can putt. And every year we pick these guys that are bombers, and then they don't do very well. And it's like, you know, that's that's part of. Bottom line, though, we should steamroll these boys. <laughs> no, and especially because of how young they are, they're going to be. You know, it's going to be a big deal because I know I saw like Anzer is going to be. I think the first Mexican player ever to play on the international squad. I mean, um, yeah, Hideki. We should, we should still steamroll these boys. So if you do put Phil, I feel like Phil. If you do put Phil in, he's gonna have a lot of pressure on him because the whole world's gonna be like, I you put I this dude. I don't see it that way. You don't. I, I don't know. All right, so that's been a two off the tee. Uh, Hey, we're that was only 43 minutes. We're going to make them shorter. <laughs> we really are. We're, we're trying to figure out now how to do call-ins because the comments are okay. I just in can't a sense, see it. It's, 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 it's not great. Uh, but we want to get it basically where we're going to put up a phone number before we, we start recording the podcast and basically just take calls. Then uh, that way people on the page can ask questions. They can actually steer the conversation, which would be great for us because we don't have to do outlines. Uh, and uh, But... Please join Club Junkie Discussions. Please get your friends that are golf fans and not trolls to join Club Julian, Junkie I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to pronounce this. Ian, don't laugh because I know you're admin over there. Uh, I can collect, I, <laughs> I still can't say it. Iconoclastically. There you go. Iconoclastically bombastic, bombastic, bombastic sports. I think it's bombastic, isn't it? Bombastic, yes. but there's only one beat. Bomb. Yeah, bombastic. There's two B's. The B at the beginning and the B there. But bomb. Bombastic sports. Okay, bombastic sports. Anyways, uh, awesome, awesome group run by RC. And shout out to RC because that's where our podcast is going. He allows us to uh, post it onto their podcast feed every week. So shout out to IBN Sports. Again, two off the tee. Sponsored by Club Junkies and IBN Sports. And we're going to, you know. Try to do these every week. Yeah, every week. Uh, we're going to try to do it every Monday night. Maybe we talked about maybe doing a short 15 minute, maybe bringing uh, Actively Lazy on to give IBS Jesus. Come on. IBS, like I, sorry, IBS Jesus on to try to um, maybe help out some club junkies with, with their picks because I know for one, I said, I, I'm not very good at it. 
Uh, just being honest with you, I'm not a very good sports gambler. I've lost a lot more than I want. You need to stick with him then. Yeah, for but, sure, for sure. So um, hopefully we can get that, that like going. Like seriously, the goal is by this time next week we'll do the call-in. Uh, thanks to everybody for joining the page and listening, and we will see you all soon. Peace.